Laurel Maiden from the Uncultured Company, and welcome to my podcast. On today's podcast, I'm talking about a very important issue, which is about something that the world is often torn about. We look at an excuse to tear ourselves apart from each other, to go to war, to to feel hatred towards each other. Now, just because we might differ in our opinions about something, doesn't give us the right to hate another person, to harm them, or to even kill them, or even entire communities at times. So you've got it right, today I'm talking about religion. Religion in the world, actually not even religion, I'm talking about this concept of faith, this concept of God, and yes, religion too. I myself stopped believing in a God a while ago, and when I did that, a number of people who were so-called you know, loved me and so forth, turned their back against me, some got very nasty about it, Uh, some just wanted to avoid me, I no longer exist to them as a human being, which is all fine, that's great, but there was one man in the whole world who, despite being so grounded in his faith and, and, you know, so dedicated to his cause of, of his faith and so in love with the God that he believes in, stood by me and said, bro, I love you and I will always pray for you. Now that to me is a sign of somebody who actually lives the scripture that they actually read. So today's conversation, just as a disclaimer, it's not about who's right and who's wrong. It's not at all intended to support a particular religion and put down another one at all because we're not not talking about that at all. And you know what? Above all, it's just to show that two individuals, even though they might be on the opposite uh, ends of a spectrum in their belief and faith and the way they look at God and spirituality, can still love and care for each other like brothers, still respect each other, and there's still space for us to live in our own world, within our own values, in this huge creation. Which then brings me to the individual that I have on the show today. What can I say? It almost feels like I'm doing a podcast with a family member. Like I'm recording it in my own house. So he's truly a brother. And when I say that, he's annoying, he's boring, he's got a strange, um, what do you call it, strange opinions. (laughs) He's got strange taste in everything that he does. so we're so different in all of those worldly views, but in our hearts we're just the same. We care about each other a lot. Our families mean a lot to each other. And uh, yeah, so I'll take the liberty to say, while that brother is one of Bollywood's most talented photographers, this brother here is the more cooler one. While that brother uh, has photograph some of the most beautiful women in India. This brother here has, you know, uh, let's just say, in his dreams, been in a relationship with all of those women that, that the other brother has photographed. 
while the other while that brother is a snooty bollywood producer photographer and all of those very successful things this brother is the more talented one but on a serious note this man is yeah all of those things to me and uh, i just can want to say i would not be able to do this podcast with anybody on this planet besides the man i'm talking to today so without any further ado the bollywood photographer the man of strong faith he's a christian and very and rest on his sleeve i have seen him live his religion rather than just preaches he's crazy about his god uh, and i still don't figure i still don't know why but here he is to talk about it i mean as i said earlier on we're here to talk about what is the story behind this man and his god Hey everyone and welcome to my podcast A Pint of Impersonal Wisdom. This is season 1 and episode 5 and today I'm talking to as I said in my introduction um uh, an individual who I cannot say anything else besides what I've said uh boringly a brother can't live with him can't live without him. Uh we've known each other for the past 15 or 16 years and have been pretty close in literally everything we do we we share our lives with each other. and it's actually a privilege to be in that position at least from my side uh o- over the period of time i think what has happened is that we've kind of changed our 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 journeys have kind of split and when it comes to faith you know um from the time that i've met i've met him what has always fascinated me about him and even today fascinates me about him is how sincerely he is passionate in his faith and, and in the god that he believes in and uh, and you know as i said um we're talking about one man and and he's god and when we talk about religion and we talk about faith many a times mankind has a tendency to always push the ownership of that onto the god they believe in and knowingly or unknowingly not actually realizing that they also have a role to play in that unison or in that relationship with their god so it's always about my god will do this and my god this and my god that but they never talk about what they have to bring to the table and i was very fascinated by what subi does in that in that space over the past 15 years that i've known him and even today even though our paths don't you know are not similar on that on that journey i'm still am in awe of the sincerity that he has in his faith so without any further ado uh hi sweetie say hello to all our few six or seven listeners i think we have on the podcast but hello hi hi good morning good afternoon good evening uh from whichever part of the world you are listening to this and uh, whatever time you are listening to this uh, i bring you everything from bombay uh, india and uh, thank you for having me tech tags i really look forward to this uh, conversation this is going to be exciting uh, not to mention the amount of pressure you put on me but uh, yes i look forward well you know just just for the record i would not have had this conversation on this topic with another living being on this planet by the way so be and i think you know that so yeah. it it's not to flatter you but it's just the fact that you have you know you've got this sense of a human uh, 
uh, human values that you bring and you respect other people's beliefs and everything even though at the same time being very strong in the faith that you belong in so sibi before we get on sure. to the actual discussion why don't you tell us uh, i'm sure there's going to be a very few very few i hope if not close to none who haven't heard of you so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself sibi samuel you're the you're the photographer you're a film producer uh, and so forth so tell us a little bit about this glamorous life of yours and your day job oh uh, wow my day job is uh, that of being a film photographer predominantly i do glamour i do films i do portraits i do uh, sports people uh, personalities uh, so basically this is what uh, i started doing almost about uh, 21 22 years ago uh, and that is uh, more out of a passion than you know in terms of uh, trying to make a living or any of that uh i've always held on to this belief that if you follow your passion your money will follow and uh, therefore uh, this is what i have done but the one thing that i can tell you is that uh, uh it doesn't it doesn't really necessarily have to be my identity uh it's just one of the many caps that i wear or the hats that i wear uh i'm also a father i'm also a uh a, a pastor i'm also a a, a husband Uh, friend to many uh, well a lot of other things so uh, yes i know that this is you know the one aspect that a lot of people know about me but uh, there is also a lot of other sides to me that uh, you know people may not necessarily know but i really pride it yeah you know but you know it would be it, it would be stupid on my part not, not to actually talk about your your, your role in the in the indian film industry and especially in the world of photography in india i mean you know i think you've shot every person uh you know literally every person in bollywood and even you know across india whether they are film film personalities musicians sports people television stars and so forth so you've shot literally i think everybody and anybody you know in that space and and hats off to you for that I remember when we first met you gifted me this book called Subi remember that uh yeah. the book the book of this amazing photographs that you had I think everybody worth their two cents in Bollywood was featured in that book at that time and this was before the photoshop days and there was some there was some crazy photography in that in that book especially the one with Aftab Shivdasani the one where he you yeah. worked in yeah. I mean this is this was phenomenal pieces of work and you know and hats off to you for that but yeah i mean uh, funnily enough you know you mentioned that you wear many hats and I, i've known you obviously as the photographer my as a friend as a brother i've known you as a husband to to your wife as as a father to your kids you know as a brother to your sister especially and an uncle and all of that but more important i've also seen you in a very different light over the past 16 odd years is that when i first got to know you, you were actually at the heights of your success right and you were out you were out there you know you know had everyone's number on your mobile phone they were calling you uh, more than you were calling them and all of that but even then i remember our common friend ashu telling me about how dedicated you were to your faith you would never shoot on a sunday because that was the day that that was you would dedicated it to your church and to your god and everything and this is while you were at the heights of it right and i what i was always fascinated was that at some point uh, 
a few years after I got to know you, your studio where you were shooting all of these celebrities, that same studio turned into a church on a Sunday morning, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. No matter, and no matter who the star was or no matter what the demand was, somebody wanted to shoot you on a Sunday, your answer was no, that was your day. And I've, I've seen you firsthand stick to those principles. So coming to our main conversation today, what is this thing about you and your fascination, your passion and your love for your God? You know, uh, what is so uh, uh, funny is that I have never really tried to evaluate it. I've never really tried to uh, put words to the feeling or the emotion. Uh, I just I just know, uh, see, there is something called faith. And faith is, you know, not something that is tangible, something that you can see or something that you can hold on. Uh, my faith brings me to a place where I believe everything that God says. My faith brings me to a place where I I depend on Him, I trust in Him, I lean on Him, and uh, uh, I have I have just seen the way He has showed up for me in different situations of my life, and that doesn't necessarily mean that everything has been good and hunky dory in my life. We've had our set of uh, sicknesses, we've had a set of illnesses, uh, financial losses, uh, which you know of, tax, uh, uh, all kinds of challenges. But I know that through it all, uh, God has come through and God has come through beautifully for all of us. Um, so I, I don't I don't really understand, uh, you know, uh, a mindset when we say that uh, uh, there is a fascination for God. It is more uh, gratitude and more uh, love for God than anything else. Uh, but Good. I have seen God uh, coming through. I've been grateful to God for, uh, see, I believe that uh, foundationally, uh, and I'm speaking of the Christian faith out here, but foundationally, uh, I think God's done enough when Jesus came to this earth and died for my sins. And He's given me access to God. Uh, because eventually you have to realize that uh, in this large canvas called eternity, where we are, uh, where we dwell with God. Everybody, any faith, any religion, they all believe, you know, we have to go to heaven. And so there are people who are taking the route of karma. There are people who are taking the route of sacrifices. There are people who are taking the route of abstinence. There are people who are taking different routes. But in this large canvas called eternity, there is this one speck of a dot, which is your life on this earth. And unfortunately, what we do is we end up uh, majoring on that one speck of dust or that one dot and we forget that there is this eternity that God is concerned about. Uh, so God is concerned about my salvation, that I have a relationship with Him, whether I'm on this earth, that little speck of dot, or whether it is for eternity with Him. His, his concern is that I am with Him, I have a relationship with Him. But you know, we tend to look towards, you know, uh, the challenges, the difficulties, the trials, the, the problems that come into our life. And in the bargain, what we do is we discredit God for things that uh, that don't really, uh, uh, you know, that is not really His doing. So, okay, before we get into the nitty-gritties of this particular topic, you were, you, you were born into a Christian family, I assume, correct? Yeah. So did that foundation contribute towards your journey or was it something that happened in your life 
or was it your own personal search or was it a uh, was it a combination of all of these things uh i would uh, i would say the only thing that uh, uh, being born in a christian family contributed uh, to me was that uh, when i did start my relationship with god there were a few things in the bible that i knew uh pretty basic stuff but yes i did know uh, some things from the bible uh besides that uh, you know tax i was the kind of a guy who went to church on a sunday morning uh, came back and uh, you know hung hung out with the with the guys uh, on the streets looking at all the girls and uh, you know doing whatever i had to do uh, whether it is you know your typical college stuff what uh, you know many people yeah. do fall for it so i i was part of that it is it is not that you know because i was born in a christian family um, you know my life was any different from any average kid down the road mm. okay no fair enough so so being born in a christian family wasn't like the big trigger for you you basically i no, mean it was a start it was a start and then yeah. you actually embarked on this journey was there any particular moment in your life that led you to wanting to have this sort of relationship with your god or was it just something that you knew it was going to happen anyway uh no i i did not know that it was going to happen anyways uh for that matter in fact uh, i was quite rebellious i did not believe in the church system i did not believe in uh, you know priests uh, and bishops and pastors and leaders and all of that i just didn't uh, subscribe to any of it uh, like uh but yes inherently i knew that there is a god uh, which i think is a, a sense that almost every human being has that there is a god out there and you know some people may say maybe he's not working for me but it is i know that there is a god out there uh <clears throat> but with me what happened is that uh, i over a period of time i kind of built this relationship up uh you know it all began with uh, a very very simple scripture that uh, a pastor friend of mine uh, shared with me and uh, i have no reason uh, you know to or rather i have no explanation as to why that scripture became so real to me but it became real to me and it it uh, it started speaking to me and as i uh, as i dwelled on that scripture uh which was something as as basic as daniel purposed in his heart that he will not defile himself daniel chapter 1 verse 8 uh you know i i started taking that as a personal challenge and i started resolving that you know i'm not going to do certain things and which is all excuse me external things you see but in that act of the externals came an internal relationship that i started establishing with god and uh, did i falter yes i did falter but uh, even through the faltering even through the slipping even through the uh, the mistakes that i made uh, god was faithful and uh, i saw god uh, still relating with me uh, communicating with me uh, i have a i have a great relationship with god thankfully thankfully uh, and and that is why i'm so grateful to god yeah why is why is this faith so important to you city why is it why was it so important to you at the peak of your career why is it so important to you now why because yeah i mean that doesn't make sense to me 
because this is what i am created for and this is what you and everybody out there who is listening to us uh, are created for we are created to have a fellowship have a relationship with god uh, you me all of us we have this this empty void in our heart that cannot be filled with anything except for god and so people go on mountain tops people go on pilgrimages people go uh, doing all kinds of stuff why because they want to have a relationship with god when they don't have a relationship with god they start following rules and regulations thinking that this is what is going to make me acceptable to god and they end up getting frustrated but here you have a god who saying you know uh my son came down on this earth suffered died took away the sins now it is for you to believe it's as simple as that people want to do things to prove that hey listen i qualify for the love of the father but uh, it is not in what you do it is the the simple act of faith believing that this god is real and believing that you know he is interested in having a relationship and that is that is all that it takes that is why uh, this this faith is so important to me this relationship is so important to me uh, i have i have seen so much of god that i would not be wanting to deny god at any stage or at any point yeah. in my life fair enough and and, and nobody is expecting you to deny god as much as anyone is expecting me to acknowledge god you know what i mean so i think i think sure. it, that's let's put that on the table there but here's the thing right i mean you, you're talking about man's search for god for example but you know this people like myself who say okay you know more than a god i'm here on earth to respect all of this creation to respect individuals that i come across right and sure. let me turn the table on you and say i'm leading a life that you're supposed to be leading in the first place all i'm not doing is acknowledging this presence of a god but i'm actually doing what your god is what you think your god is telling you to do to respect the rest of creation to respect the rest of mankind to respect and love uh, a fellow human being if you see somebody in suffering to reach out to them and do as much as you can so so Absolutely. so so here's the thing why where is the role of god in this should be where is the role of where is the role of god I, i'm not being searching for him I'm not searching and there are and, and there are many like me Sudi and I'm not saying they're right or they're wrong but there's many like sure, me who, sure. who are not looking for that intimacy on God or maybe have given up on the intimacy with God you know mm-hmm. uh, just as you have seen a lot of presence of God in your life you know we have to understand there's a lot of people who have not seen that presence of God in their life having sincerely looked for it you know so that's uh here's what i would tell you uh, there is a scripture in the bible which says that uh, you will seek me and you will find me okay. you will seek me and you will find me if you seek me with all your heart all right uh, i cannot come to god with conditions i cannot come to god with a set uh, mindset or a set norm saying that this is how it should be you know we sometimes we make a prayer god in 3 months give me this or in 2 months god give me this and then there is this other side where we say if you are god do this or if you are not you know or if you don't do this i will never believe in you uh you know god is not shaking god is not quaking sitting there thinking that you know his uh, his lordship is being you know challenged or any of those things 
uh when we come with a genuine heart to seek god and when we come with a genuine heart wanting to know god okay that i believe that god will show up and he will show up for anybody it does not matter what kind of sin you are in it does not matter what kind of filth you are in it does not matter what kind of addictions you are in uh it takes it takes a humble uh, and let me just uh, stress on that point also uh the bible says god resists the proud but he gives grace to the humble sin is the consequence of our pride sin is the consequence or the result of us thinking we can do it better okay so uh, like i said when there is no intimacy there are a set norm of patterns or rules that we follow uh, things that we do just to just to try to fill that void which is only filled by god right and now when we have that uh, uh this god available to us what stops us from accessing this god is only pride okay now uh, i know this sounds a little scattered but give me a minute and I'll let me try to explain to you bible says uh god resists the proud but he gives grace to the humble right and this is how i see it uh, i've i've tried to you know do this in church and i'm just going to try and see if i can do this with you also it's like if i am god right and if somebody is coming towards me right this is god resisting the proud so a person can keep hitting the arm keep hitting keep hitting he cannot come any closer to god right but when it comes to grace the bible says he gives grace to the humble you know what he does he takes that guy and pushes him from the back forward saying you need to go forward you need to you know have acceleration to everything that you are doing so god resists the proud god gives grace to the humble if we seek him with all our heart he is available for us to be found uh you may do a certain number sorry you want to tell me no no go on this one you may do a certain number of things uh uh which which you feel feel is fulfilling you uh somebody else may do something else somebody else may but at the end of it why are we doing it because that's you got to understand that when we do those good deeds so to say the karma the good deeds the good actions that we do it makes us feel good why because we are created in the image of god <laughs> okay obviously from my reaction you can tell that i am not completely convinced about what you sure, said but no I, I mean, and i you know i love you for it and i respect you completely it's, it's your view but here's my thing you're talking about you're talking about unconditional love on one hand right and then you're talking about uh, pride and so who is the authority to say whether my heart is filled with pride or with humility i mean who is the one to say that so and and even if it's not you and if it's not a church or a or a or a mosque or a temple or whatever and if it's god himself that means that unconditional love doesn't stick suvi it doesn't stick because then god's love is based on the fact that i should not be proud okay and how and how can we say both of those things in the same sentence let's 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 focus on that you're talking about god's unconditional love okay and then at the same time you say you cannot be proud you should be humble but adding that sentence to it that already that already slashes of the the argument that god's love is unconditional it does because then sure god saying i will love you if you're not 
if you're humble, if you're proud, I will not love you. So that unconditional love doesn't stick. What do you have to say about that? Okay. okay. So Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Yeah, but sorry, one second. With all due respect, sure. Shubhi, with all due respect, that's your part of it. That's that's Jesus. There's a lot of people on here who might be Hindus and Muslims and whatever. But I want to respect the fact that you are a Christian and your viewpoint is important. So yeah. So sure. in your so so your thing I, is I would, I would like to I would like to say this at this very very outset. Uh, the perspective that I place is the perspective of a Christian. Fair enough. Uh, I will yeah. not be able to present any other perspective because you know uh, purely because this is my faith and this is where I come from. Uh, so, from this one perspective, okay, Jesus says that uh, I love you with an everlasting love. He says that I am, I am the way, the truth, the life, right? Now, any person who seeks Him finds Him. Do you accept that? I mean, that's a no. scripture, Jeremiah twenty-nine no. thirty. No, no, no. I, I, no. You asked me a question. Do I, do I accept that? My answer is no. I don't. No, no, no. Yes, you wouldn't because you haven't read the Bible. I'm saying it's in the Bible. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was not saying do you believe in it or not. Uh, so the Bible says, if you seek me, you will find me. If you seek me with all your heart. Okay. So 29, 13 Jeremiah says, you seek me, you will find me. Now, any person who starts seeking this God, any person who starts looking for this God, okay, seeks him with all his heart. Okay. He will find Jesus. He finds Jesus, he has a choice. <clears throat> do I accept? Do I reject? Yeah, that, I that choice it. comes in when he finds Jesus. Sorry, as you just said, that option yes. comes in when he, underlining, finds Jesus. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So he finds Jesus, he accepts Jesus as his Lord and his Savior. The love of the Lord starts flowing into the person. Am I making sense to you? <laughs> no, no, you're completely making sense. But I'm respectfully saying I'm not buying it. I'm not sure. buying it. No, see, see, guys, I mean, there is always a, a, there is always an option or a choice that is given to every individual, whether he wants to buy, whether he wants to accept it or reject it. Faith is about, you know, you wanting to believe and you you choosing to believe rather than wanting to believe so it is it's completely your choice but the point is since you asked me is if god is loving you unconditionally then where is the question of pride in this whole thing yeah so loving unconditionally is when do i love god when do i uh, accept god as my lord and my savior i accept him when i'm believing and i'm i'm yielding to him no? i give into everything that he wants me to do i accept him as my lord and my savior the one who saves me from sin but also the one who rules over my life okay i'm glad you feel that way no no i mean that's that's amazing that you feel that way and i'm and i know how much i i, I know you and i know the sincerity in every word that you say when it comes to your faith and that's that's yeah. that's amazing so coming back to what i wanted to talk about so when you were the height of your career, okay, back in the days when you were the like the real heights of your career, you were still very in a in a situation where you were torn. I felt between you know your your journey with God and wanting to start a church and you know 
grow your journey in your faith what was that what was happening to you at that time and, and, and you know what was going through your mind in your heart at that time and, and what made you sort of set up a church at the same time while you were still this big short um bollywood photographer uh that's us uh, and it it's got nothing to do with faith it's just the way i am i have never uh, taken this bollywood photographer tag seriously i've never taken you know this accolades or this you know the so called praises of of people that you know i'm this photographer or any of those things very very seriously for me the 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 passion that has always been there is that you know i find god i have a relationship with god i have a deep relationship with god and that you know uh, nothing nothing kind of takes this this relationship with god away from me. and uh, therefore uh, yeah i mean I, i yeah that's about it so i i i've, I've always lived that life stuff okay so again i think it's a similar question but you know with all that fame all the money all the attention you know being photographed on page 3 magazines and you know interviews and all of that all right in the midst of all of that's happening you know and people would want to people have dreams and aspirations to to sort of reach that that level of uh, success but in the midst of all of that god still mattered to you so much that you kind of wanted to shun away in some ways i don't mean that disrespectfully to bollywood but you wanted to shun away and focus more on your spiritual journey as an individual what was the what was the catch for that i mean what made you feel because you know we we, we live subi we live in a materialistic world i mean it's very fair and once you get into that zone where your focus uh, so much by by the masses it's always there at the back of your mind what am i doing next where am i going to be seen next so, you know what's coming into the door next in terms of opportunities and fame and fortune and all of that and i've seen so many people like that and i know people like that but you always seem to be wanting to say like you know not turning your back on it but you wanted to kind of have a parallel life which meant more to you and that was your journey in this whole faith thing i mean why how what i mean what was going on i don't know i just uh, uh i just love god and uh, i love uh, everything about it so uh, for me that became my priority that was the singular thing that i was uh, uh you know really focused on and uh, uh I have like I said tag I've never taken this tag very seriously about being the super uh, great Bollywood photographer or uh, any of the successes that I've had I've never taken it too uh, too seriously I've always believed that you know if I go up there will always be a time when I will come down and when I do come down I still have uh, this ability to you know relate with and connect with people who I may not otherwise Okay fair enough Um okay so moving on from the heights of your career you know over the past few years you know I I know this about you that you've had a number of challenges you know that have that have happened to you and even in the 
you know, at the darkest hours of your life and you've had these challenges, what hasn't changed is this fascination for God, right? So if you, how, how do you manage that? What, what's, what's that about? Keeping our eyes fixed on God himself, uh, thanks. Uh, yeah, but Subi, there's a reality of life. There's a reality of life. There's life giving you all these hard punches. I mean, these are all things that matter to all of us, right? But in the midst of all of that, Subi, what always fascinates me about you is that your eyes have still not even moved an, a centimeter away from that focus that you have on, on your love for your God. What is that about? What's going through your mind and your heart at, at moments like that? Uh, poof. Tough one. Uh, again, uh, like I said, thanks. Uh, I don't hold God responsible for any of this. Okay. Uh, whether it is financial loss, whether it is health issues, whether it is uh, uh, challenges in the family, I have never held God responsible for any of this. I know that I'm, I'm literally leading myself into uh, your next question, which could possibly be why why there is so much evil if uh, if God is God. Oh, which is you know. I've I've saved the the best for the last. Let's carry on. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> So, uh, uh, I'm almost, I'm setting myself up for this, but uh, I I have not held God accountable for any of this. I know that uh, if I I stay focused on God, uh, I will, I will see good, uh, no matter how long it takes. And that is, that is again, something that has proved to be true for me many a times in life for me, not to really value it or not to really appreciate it. So forget about the, the realism of your fellow human beings on earth, you know, uh, interacting with them, working with them and all of that. Your focus really, your priority really is, you're saying is your is your focus on God and your relationship on God. So if my priority and if my reality is God, there should be an out, outcome of that priority and that reality, which is my relation with people around me. So I can't be a jerk all around and expect it to be a great relationship with God. There has to be an outflow. There has to be a fruit that comes out of this relationship with God, which is the way I relate with people around me. Uh, it is not a sweet by and by that, uh, mm. that you know, you live in. Well, one thing I must say to my audience and I loved about you, Subi, and you know, I've, you know how I feel about you. You're the brother I never had. Uh, and I say brother because I don't have a choice. I can't live without you and I can't live with you either. Okay. But I have seen over the years, I've seen you photograph some most gorgeous women in India. You know, uh, I've seen you being so close and respectful to people of different faiths, you know, uh, of different beliefs. And just the way that you lead your life as an example of the belief system that you have, you know, in, in, in your faith. And I remember once upon a time, back in the days when there was this whole discussion about the role of the place of LGBT people in, 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 in Christianity. And yeah. I remember you were wholeheartedly welcoming them and saying, you know, God loves you, man. And, and the way, and, you know, I mean, obviously, I think now you see more and more churches and, and religions opening up to this whole concept, which is, which is amazing. But what's important, Subi? Do you think it's important to have a relationship with God? It's important to have a religion? 
or it's important to have a discipline or it's important to be actually living a life of sincerity that you believe that your god would want you to to live regardless of having that relationship with god i mean it's not a trick question but you know no no it's not it's not yeah it's an absolutely simple question in fact uh so again attack look at the things that you've asked me religion relationship discipline. yeah discipline and then you have said uh, what was the last one the way of life the way of life yeah now uh tax i would start by saying something as simple as this that god loves the sinner not the sin whether it is uh you know relationships that you are living in uh whether it is you know uh, businesses that you are cheating in whatever it is you have to realize god loves the person that you are uh not necessarily endorsing the kind of uh, stuff that you will be indulging in, which is what we saw even with uh, jesus jesus hated one person or rather one set of people he called them hypocrites people who were not sincere people who were actors people who were hypocritical the moment we start living according to rules we become hypocritical because we but think that's that what, is our pathway sorry sorry sweet but sorry that is what religion you. is that is what religion is that that is not faith yeah that is that that is i was, was going to say but that is exactly what religion is i'm agreeing with you but that is exactly the point no one is asking you to be religious god is expecting you to have a relationship with him not religion and so therefore uh, it does not matter how many times i go to you know a uh, uh, a church service or it does not matter whether i go to a place of pilgrimage it does not matter uh, whether i fast or whether i do certain things if at the end of it when people are not watching i'm switching on my computer and i'm getting hooked on to something Mm. Are you getting it? So yeah, the yeah. the outcome of this relationship with God has to be seen in my life tags. And that is not seen only by people who are outside, it is also seen in my family, it is also seen by God, it is also seen by people who are most intimate with me. I mean what is the big deal if 10 people down the road look at me walking down to church on a Sunday morning with a bat under my arm and think that I'm seen if back at home i have just bashed my wife and i've come alone you know um so it is wow yeah yeah no no that so it is never about a relation it's never about religion guys this is where people go wrong you've got to get this that there is jesus hated religion he came that you may have a relationship with the father that's why he said that very clearly it is about a relationship with god it is not about religion it is not about the do's and don'ts of of uh, uh, any community it is about having a relationship where you talk to him where you can you can screw up and you can go up to him and say i'm sorry i messed up yeah okay and now that's your view but you know you just talks you said something there which this is uh, i'm going to throw this into the into the pan right now i recently did a, a podcast with a bunch of uh survivors of sexual abuse you know i thought that was beautiful i heard that yeah yeah so i i just kind of we, we we did this uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago and something you just said a minute ago just wants just want to throw this into the pan physical abuse sexual abuse okay 
there are people who belong who actually spearhead religious organizations okay i'm not just talking about christianity but you know different religions these are people who are actually at the forefront of these religions preachers you know evangelists you know pandits and mutawas and whatever okay. they are who all of those go and they are actually either physically or sexually abusing their spouses or other people right how what do you have to say about that from a christianity perspective and what do you have to say to people like me who see that from an outside and say is this what is this what god loving people are supposed to be doing and where is your god to judge them at a moment like this ah that is two questions one is where is god to judge this evil and the yeah. second one the first one that you asked me is uh, what do you have to say about people who who are in the faith i'm only going to talk about christian community i'm not talking about any other community uh, uh no fair enough i respect that uh you know uh, i think it's more sensible to keep it to that but uh, that's again uh, it is very very unfortunate that we take people uh who have who have a history uh you know maybe they preach some great sermons maybe they have some positions maybe they have some titles uh you know uh, pastor reverend most reverend archbishop whatever and we elevate them to a place where we think that they can do no wrong i have to live a life where every morning when i wake up i need to come back to god and say god fill me with your grace fill me with your holy spirit without the holy spirit i will mess up and so when when people uh, uh start elevating these these so called superstars of uh, uh, of the faith and put them right up there and if those people are not living that life of faith which is intimate relationship which is your prayer closet which is when you spend time with god not not trying to do you know another instagram uh, story but you are in, you are intentionally spending time with god when you do that okay you will see the outcome which is love which is you know uh, joy peace tenderness gentleness all these things the fruits of the holy spirit but instead if you are going to be hypocritical putting on a a, a front where everybody thinks you are this great christian but deep down you know you are messing it up because you are not playing you are not spending time with god eventually the rot is going to come out yeah but no the rot is going to come out is what and and you're talking about that okay but let me ask you this where is your god here there is let's just say there is the abuser and there is the one who's abused sure. okay doesn't the abused have a right for the so called intimacy and love and you know your god died for her for the person's sins so yeah. where is where is your god in a moment like that um okay i'm glad you asked i'm like kind of very very excited to answer this one uh i'm just formulating uh, my statement let's let's look at creation <laughs> let's start right at the very beginning right so when god created man man was distinct and different from all other creation you know what was so unique and distinct about it one he was created in god's image 
टू ही वॉज गिवन अ फ्री विल द राइट टू चूज थ्री ही वॉज गिवन अ कॉन्शियस मैन वॉज क्रिएटेड विथ दीज थ्री कैरेक्टरिस्टिक्स फ्री विल कॉन्शियस राइट एंड ही वॉज क्रिएटेड इन द इमेज ऑफ गॉड एडम एंड ईफ बोथ हैड अ फ्री विल टैक्स बट दे चोज to disobey what god had told them now they had a choice to obey or not to obey but they did not have the choice which was the consequence of their choice are you getting it so they had the choice to choose whether they should obey or disobey but the consequence was not a choice that was given to them so i can go out there and i can you know drive after getting drunk okay that is a choice that i have but whether i go and i hit somebody and if somebody you know uh, gets into an accident that is not a choice that i have that is a consequence of what i did now you may talk about that person who got hit we'll come to that later right and, and so that's what i want to focus have, on sure sure okay so look at it from this perspective that instead of saying why does god not intervene what if god had to intervene right if god had to intervene when adam and eve were making that decision okay they would have lost the free will they would be nothing more than robots god was not interested in a relationship with robots uh you see the solar system is never going to be in heaven with god although it has obeyed god from the time of creation there is an oscillation there is the sun the moon everything they're all doing what god commanded them to but they won't be in heaven they will not be in eternity with god why am i making you uncomfortable no 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 are you all. okay i'm fine um they they will not be in eternity with god they do not have that free will but because you and i have the free will that today because you and i have this choice we will be able to make that choice and build a relationship with god or not make that choice and stay away from a relationship with god that is first two he could god could intervene supernaturally and he could stop the drunk driver he could stop that businessman who's cheating he could stop that wife beater he could do all those things wherein he stops people but you see that same intervention that you would so want him to do when he is beating somebody when he is uh, when when a person is thrashing his wife in the bedroom or when uh, uh, someone is uh, is indulging in pedophilia or someone is uh, drunk driving you see that same god who you want to intervene supernaturally at that point of time you may not want him there when he is intervening in something lesser lesser in terms of lesser evil so uh, who decides or where do we decide that you know god should stop rape but god should allow me to watch pornography who decides that uh, uh, god should prevent sexual abuse but at the same time he should not uh, he should uh, he should not stop my access to the internet where i can watch certain things who decides that uh, uh, this thief should be stopped but at the same time uh, he should not be stopped if his children are hungry what about that guy who is losing out on that money so we cannot have god intervening supernaturally and yet having a choice to do certain things am i making sense thirdly he could judge and re- remove those who do these 
these evil acts but acts if we if god was to do those things you see eventually there would be nobody left on this earth because we all fall short the bible says all have sinned and fall short of the glory of god if you uh, if you think that you are all okay and that there is no sin in you then uh, you are lying to yourself you are cheating yourself because there is evil in all of us it comes to a situation where you have to you may end up doing it so in in effect what i'm what i'm trying to say is instead of doing all of this god created a real world which has real consequences and the real consequences that come along with these choices is that that because we choose to do certain things there may be a consequence that comes to it are you with me so i may choose to be an abuser okay but there are consequences that are attached to it that may come upon me upon my generation that comes that my children that follow but god does not intervene in the day to day nitigrities of these things at that level so let me ask you a question on that one actually sure okay you're talking about the abuser you're talking about the consequences you're talking about the choice of god choice of the what man what about the abuser what about the person who is being abused yeah let's talk about that right from a woman on the streets getting raped in a, by a gang for no reason of hers she's just coming home after a hard day's work she's coming back home to her family she's someone's wife someone's sister someone's daughter someone's niece someone's girlfriend she could be anything she has the right to come home okay she's you know where is your god when it comes to her I just told you where is god in a situation like this god hey, does not you told me where god is when it comes from the perspective of the abuser and from god's perspective i'm talking about the abusee now i'm talking about this individual who's gotten abuse who's believed that your god is died on the cross okay let's even take it closer to home let's just say she's a christian okay and she believes no. that her, that god has died on the cross to take away her sins and her sufferings right she has, that has been drilled into her head okay by every preacher worth his two cents sure, how can you sure. so what would you say to her and to a ah see that yeah. it is a very very uh, heavy one in terms of uh, when i say this i'm not saying this with any kind of disrespect or without being sensitive to victims of rape without being sensitive to wife uh, i mean to abuse victims i'm not being insensitive uh, and i but i would i would still want to say this one thing god in his wisdom will make good whatever is the loss whatever is the damage whatever a person goes through there is a consequence of sin and we live in a sin drenched world and therefore there can be challenges there can be difficulties there can be problems that come into people's lives because of because of my sin that sin can have a repercussion or an effect on somebody else so my sin could be lost but it could result in in rape of somebody else so yes there is there is and that is a reality that i live with i know that there is a, it, it may not seem all fair to everybody but i know this one thing that if we hold on god is good and good will come out of everything that we are living with and it may sound very simplistic i am not debating that i know that when i say something as simple as this it can sound very very uh very theological or for that matter very very uh, textbook uh, simplistic but that 
this is what i live with i have had people cheating me i have had people uh, who have you know uh, you know about things that have happened uh, in my life uh, yeah. you know with business and with all kinds of things that have happened in my life but i have seen this come to pass i have seen romans 828 all things come to good for those who love and seek the lord you know if if you stay faithful even in that journey knowing that god has not lost control over a situation that god is not sweating over my situation if i can just trust god i know that and i know and i know and i know that it will come to good for every individual and i don't have that convincing ability to no uh, no no to be able to I'm convince just... everybody uh, about that one truth yeah no i mean look i i respect your view i, I sitting sure. on my side of the fence i don't see it what i see is the reality of of the world and what man and i respect that what comes to my next question is where do you think mankind has messed up this whole relationship with god this concept of god and so forth because uh, let's be very honest about it religion has done more harm to mankind than good i totally agree i okay. totally agree and so where do you think it's gone wrong to be okay i'm, I'm not saying I'm, right. I'm, i'm not saying that i agree with your god but i'm just saying okay let's just give you the benefit of the doubt that you know your god is all this wonderful thing that you, that you believe in and you talk about so what has gone wrong where has things gone wrong when it comes to man and god where it has gone wrong is again we can go right back to the book of genesis to, to the story of adam and eve and you will see where it is all got messed up but that is purely uh, again i'm giving you a christian perspective uh, uh, the moment adam and eve sinned the bible says genesis 3 it says that uh, uh, you know they immediately they they saw that they were naked and they took fig leaves and they they stitched garments for themselves and they put it upon themselves because they knew that god is coming right and i believe that those fig leaves represent religion i'm sure you understand because you know the story yeah. uh, i think <clears throat> where we where mankind has gone wrong is that they have tried to do things to impress god rather than except god i mean can you imagine what it would be if they would have just gone up to god and said we screwed up mm. we messed up and you know i'm sorry that's that's all that it takes in a relationship i mean if today my son had to mess up in whatever you know whether uh, it, at any stage if he had to mess up all it takes is for him to come and say that i'm sorry but instead of that now if if he has to uh uh you know get a false report or get you know do things to cover up you see i believe religion is a cover up i believe that you know when we say that you know i'm fasting so many days or i'm going up this mountain or i'm going to this pilgrimage or i'm when i start doing these things not because he is god but because i want people around me to know how serious i am you know when even even in my even in my intimate a relationship with god when i start talking about uh, you know i spent 5 hours in prayer i have slipped back to religion because i'm doing all of that to impress people it is like you know uh, the bible calls me as in the church the bride of christ it is like we talking about how many hours we were in the bedroom with our wives that is religion 
you know you don't time it you don't clock it but at the same time you don't discuss it with anybody because but then, that then, is then, that but is decent but then okay why have a church in the first place church is a body of christ church is not a building that you think of church is not uh, a crystal cathedral that you think of church is not a structure church is a, a, a gathering of a set of people uh, a bunch of people when they come together uh, that is church jesus said matthew chapter 18 he said where two or three of you come together or are gathered together in my name and there in their midst and that is what the church is stands okay so spirituality or religion what do you think is the need of the hour intimacy with god spirituality i wouldn't label it anything except intimacy with god okay relationship build your relationship with god all right so we, so let's make it even more personal now towards the end of this podcast what would you say to somebody who has sincerely looked for for this so called intimacy and god will love you and knock and you shall find yeah so you are so uh confident about about that right but you want to agree that there are people who've gone out there and looked for, for this intimacy looked for a relationship with god and haven't found it do you agree that that such people exist uh yes and no okay okay so uh there are people out there who have who have gone looking but they have not found right because they have not looked to the degree that they should yeah, but who's the judge of that you can't be the judge of that i can't be the judge of that i i cannot i cannot yeah. that's what god's word says like i i told you right at the start jeremiah 29 13 you will seek me and you will find me if you seek me with all your heart that's god's condition given it's a given so yeah, if, at if the same you're time you say Bible, don't have pride so that's not that's not really it that doesn't make sense what? sorry just how you're saying find me with all your heart but then you're saying you will seek me if you will find me with all your heart if you you will seek me and you will find me if you seek me with all your heart i cannot seek him with all my heart if i have pride in me right but if i tax i've seen uh, people walk into our church and uh, i have just shared christ with them and i have told them don't even acknowledge him as christ don't even acknowledge him as jesus just call out to god and say if you are god i want to have a relationship with you show me how i should go and people have been able to have access and people have been able to have a relationship with him now i know that probably still more sensitive there are, there are a lot of us who don't believe in any religion and we don't even believe in a god as well or or maybe Absolutely. there's there's some who believe that there is a god but god is not all that you guys make it out to be right and god yes. is not god is not all loving and all forgiving and so forth okay uh don't you agree that we all have to live in harmony still with each other us for the sake of we have everything to live for and you guys for the sake that it's just all the reason to die for absolutely agree that i totally agree the greatest commandment is love your neighbor love your love god first and love your neighbor as yourself 
So where is the question of any kind of disharmony? No, I say that because you see the number of hatred and religions and and wars that religion introduces and forget forget wars. Neighbors fight with neighbors, Subi. Come on, we know this, okay? I because, accept it. Because I accept it. But that is my question it. is this. My question is this, Tags. Where is intimacy with God in all of that? Like I told you, see, the first time Christians were called Christian is because the word meant little Jesus, little Christ follower, little Christ Ians, okay? So they looked or reflected or were like Jesus. Today, in the in that same place, we don't have little Christ lookalikes. What we have instead is a bunch of people who tuck a a Bible that they don't read under their armpit and they walk around claiming to be Christian and they come up with a bunch of rules and I'm just talking Christian. It can be any religion and they come up with a whole bunch of rules and they keep saying that you know. uh you can do this you cannot do that you can do this you cannot do that what is the heart of god what is god seeing in all of this whether you talk about uh, uh lgbt or whether you talk about uh, uh any other issue on which you know people may say that you know christians are getting fanatical what is the heart of god in all of this and when we don't know or when we don't have access to the heart of god you know what we do we then come up with this whole thing that you know religion is the root cause of all i agree religion is the root cause but it is not the same if you have a relationship with god so we need to distinguish and separate this very very clearly in this uh, podcast that religion is different from having a relationship these are two different very very clearly distinct things that you have to work with you can you can have religion and mess up you can have relationship with god mess up and still have that relationship with god where god will still love you okay let me ask you a question do you think you'd sure. be a better or a worse person without god in your life worse how can you say that to me i mean come on you just ask me i just no no, no i'm just no no okay let, uh, no like come on come on come on i mean you being a great guy has got nothing to do with your faith i mean you know like the day the day i take god out of my life i think there would be a whole lot of things that i would open myself up to why and i'm grateful to god that i don't open myself up to those things because of the of the grace of the holy spirit upon my life you would still be a devoted husband i know you you would still be sure. a great dad you'd be a great son a great brother you'd be a, a great friend you'd be an annoying brother you know and uh, you'd still be all of the things that one admires about you so i don't see the relevance of the presence of god <laughs> in you being who you are because i, I subi no. i say that subi i say that very honestly I've turned on to the other side where and one of the biggest fears that I had was when I have lost my connect with the god how would that change me as a person yeah it has changed me I feel I've become more considerate I've become more open more 
I will open my arms to everything around me and everyone around me in a much better way. So my question is that, and when I've spoken to other people like me who, you know, whether you call them atheists or agnostic or whatever you want to call them, uh, they all feel the same way that having a God in their life didn't make a difference to who, how good uh, in person they wanted to be. It had nothing to do with the God in their life. Well, uh, I would say it is different for me. Uh, I, there are a lot of areas in my life that uh, uh, that has changed, and uh, I see the outcome or the fruit of those things in my life only because uh, I subscribe to God. Uh, I uh, I don't get anxious. Uh, I no, don't, fair uh, enough. Fair enough. And here's one thing for my viewers as well: when I had realized that I no longer believed in the God or the powers of a God or whatever it may be. All my so-called spiritual friends, you know, the evangelist and the righteousness and all of these people, all of them turned their back on me. Some got very arrogant with me. And the only one person who stood by me and said, I love you, bro, and I'm always going to pray for you was this man I'm talking to right now. So thank you for that. You've actually been the uh, little lamp on top of a tree in a dark forest that's been able to shed some light of realism of the faith that you that you follow and believe in and uh, I really appreciate that and that was the core reason why I wanted to even I thought of even doing this chat with you because at the end of the podcast you know I'm where I am and you are where you are completely sure. respect you for your beliefs and I know that you respect me for mine uh, secretly, I know we're both trying to convert each other, but that's not that's not getting to that. <laughs> Obviously, it doesn't look possible at this point, right? <laughs> no, and neither for you, Mr. Samuel, if I may say so. Yeah. But no, yeah. it's 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 interesting to know the the take on it. I just have one last question for you, Subi. Here you are, and I think you are like a sore thumb sticking out in this whole industry of glamour and everything else. Yeah. And I know it doesn't matter to you. I know that upfront. But how do you think it has impacted your standing in the industry with your peers and your colleagues? Has it worked for uh, you or against you in any way? Um, no, I don't. I, I don't really think uh, uh, think so. In fact, uh, there are people who respect me for my faith. There are people who uh, who appreciate me for the stand that I take. Um, but at the same time, who's to tell? I, I really can't, uh, you know, make that uh, statement. Whether it has worked for me or it has not okay. worked for me. Uh, I've never really valued those things. Okay, no, fair enough. So, uh, last but not least, what's next on your plate, Mr. Samuel, as either a photographer or as a pastor or a man just living, getting up in the morning and being in love with this mysterious God for reasons best known to him? Uh, what's next on the plate as a photographer or as a uh, as a businessman? Uh, you know that I'm I'm working on a script, and uh, I really want to uh, you know get that script to see the light of day. Uh, as a pastor, uh, I'm working on something called as Rainmaker, which is uh, uh, again a youth-driven meeting, which I love to do, uh, and I keep doing that very often. Yeah, I, I know you've been doing that for a few for a few years now. The rainmaker. Yes, I've been doing saturate uh, rainmaker. Uh, we've done last year, and I'm doing it this year. 
finally after the lockdown didn't you also do something called open heavens once upon a time yes uh, we did open heavens uh, which went on for about uh, four or five years five years actually yeah. and then we started doing saturate we've done about four years of saturate which is just a time when people come to one place uh, like a hall and uh, the worship leader singing some songs of worship and uh, we do this from uh, 10 in the morning to 10 in the evening uh, you can come in you can go you can come back you can go there's no restriction uh, and there is worship going on in that room 24/7 well 10 to 10 12 hours yeah wow okay yeah well i uh, i've i've seen you doing those i've also been i would say dragged but sort of semi dragged into some of those and uh, yeah i, I remember mean, you walking up the stairs yeah and yeah well that that was when my legs were really troubling me but yeah. I, as i said to you i mean i wouldn't have done it for anybody else but i know it was your baby and i wanted to be there for you and uh, yeah so so this is really great to be it's it's great that we've sit on different sides of the fence on a very important element of our lives but you know we still have this relationship and you know to many more years of it i always tell people Absolutely. that he's my most boring snooty brother that i have uh, he's never going to be as cool as me and i've said that in my introduction i've said in my introduction by the way when i first met you i looked at you and i said what a snooty individual and you looked at me and in your mind and you said what a cool dude <laughs> so i'm sure just... i'm sure <laughs> <laughs> so let's just leave it at that yeah let's not spoil that for me So thank you it has been wonderful having this podcast with you to one man and his god I wish more of the world um uh, were as sincere as devoted and I hope that some of my listeners can learn from it regardless of what religion they follow regardless of what faith they follow rather not religion whether they're Christians Muslims Hindus Jains Buddhists whatever they may be the key here is living your life and being the example of that sort of scripture that you claim to follow and living that life in sincerity being the light of the world you know i remember you said this once to me many 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 years ago you said i want to be the bible that many people will read yes yeah so still live by that i think it is very very important rather than just going on talking and making it empty talk it's important to be uh, uh like i said at that point of time what i said is you may be the only bible that somebody may read Correct. You know, yeah, correct, correct. I, yeah. I I just believe that you know it is very very important for us yeah. to be uh, a representative of what we end up. Yeah. But I I've should be and I'm not going to mention names but you know there's so many people that I see who are strong church goers and they have little churches in their house and everything. And outside of the Sunday <laughs> when I say Sunday I mean the service whatever it is. I mean it's very hypocritical but this is what religion is all about no yeah i think i think you know whether people agree with the god or not i think people should not confuse religion with faith and i think Absolutely. that's the key message in this so one man and his god thank you very much for talking to us on this as always it's been thank an absolute you. pleasure and uh, just to wrap up i must say Even in this podcast, you'll be either not to be the more cooler one. Let's leave it at that. You always are, guys. You always. <laughs> are. <laughs> okay. okay.